Hello, trainers, and welcome back to a roundtable chat-out episode of The Friends List with real trainers, real people, and real friends. We are your hosts, Shadow Prime 34 <laughs> and old Johnny One Ball. And today, we are joined by the host of the show as the Pokeball turns, Hamtaro, aka the first Hamtaro, aka our buddy David. How you doing, David? Hey, I'm doing pretty good, guys. I'm a real friend. I'm a real person, and I'm a real trainer. I'm that's happy a, to be on the show. That's hey, right. Hey, look at that. That's that's the three boxes. All that's all you need to be on the show. <laughs> you <laughs> you did gonna, it. You just gonna be real. <laughs> <You're>, yes. <laughs> <laughs> they are real people. Yes. Uh, so, welcome to the show. Um, you know, you are, you've been a friend of the show for for quite a while now. Um, how long? We go way back. How way how back. way back do we go? <laughs> it's been a while. Well. <laughs> 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 so for those of you listening, um, this is actually not the first time that the three of us have spoken together. Uh, David, tell us a little bit about what you had put together for your show uh, with your mom's favorite hosts. Actually, it is the first time we've been together because I had y'all well, separated like true. I were in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> You're the first one to, to, to pry us apart for a, for a show. <laughs> It was difficult. I had to get security guards and everything. (laughs) So as old Johnny One Ball says, I host an interview show. It's featuring players who play Pokemon Go, obviously. It's sharing their stories about how they started playing the game, what it looks like, how they play, and what they're doing. And your two favorite hosts, uh, the blessed of a little average, Shadow Prime and old Johnny One Ball, both have their own individual episodes. Literally a one-time thing. There's no other place where it can be replicated at the moment. And they both share their origin stories on how they played the game, how they even got to know each other from their own perspective, and, of course, how they got to make this lovely podcast. Absolutely. Very and nice. it was uh, it was a great time. You, you know, you, Listeners, I want to tell you um, – we have actually uh, been working with uh, some other creators as well, uh, and they still don't get us one-on-one. So, <laughs> yeah, check out As the Pokeball Turns episode with yours truly and him's truly. Me's uh, truly. <laughs> the round table. Yours truly. That's right. <laughs> We's truly. <laughs> uh, but... Let's jump right into it, David. We want to know. We've got some questions for you. We've got some games for you. Uh, We are going to have a great time tonight uh, recording with each other and putting out this real stupid content. Ooh, it sounds like the tables have officially turned. (gasps) That's right. They they do be turntables. Do be turning. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we want to start off with the most broad question of all. What is your history with Pokemon? So my official history of Pokemon, of course, went back into the 90s. I think it was like 97, 98 is when it came to the States. Mm -hmm. And I used to be a hater of Pokemon. I hated Uh the concept behind it. I was that guy who would tell on people in class when they had Pokemon cards or when they brought their video games and get it confiscated for them. Yes, I was that kind of annoying person. The the narc towel. (laughs) I was the Randall from Recess, if you know that show. Oh, I love Recess. Recess is so good. Yes. But anyway, so eventually, it took me a couple months. My mom got me a Game Boy uh, for Christmas. And she got me Pokemon Red. I'm like, why? I didn't want to play this game. And this is one of my famous last words because here I am, years later, (laughs) Mm -hmm. still attached to the franchise ever since. That's right. Good stuff. Good yeah, I, uh, I, I, I can't uh, commiserate with you on the, the being the Randall of the crew. But uh, <laughs> hey, everybody's got one, right? Yep. <laughs> I remember, oh, 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 Kenny's coming. No, put it away. Put it away. Put Kenny's it away. coming. Oh, what's up, dude? Hey, good to see you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so the what uh, uh, you you played since Pokemon Red, and I'm assuming you've still played the, the subsequent uh, generations. I gotta know. What's your favorite Pokemon in Go? And then what's your favorite Pokemon in the series? Like, all over. So for Pokemon Go, just specifically, it would have to be probably Luffy Hat Pikachu. I'm a huge fan of One Piece. Okay. And, you know, they did that crossover, I think, a couple years back Uh to where they had a Pikachu with a Luffy hat. And that's just so cool. I still hold a prized possession for that. That's awesome. Yes. My favorite for... You have one? 
I think I just have one Luffy hat Pikachu because you know how I feel about costumes. Oh, he's not. <laughs> oh, I know you love him to death, right? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I've got like 600 costumes with your name on it for New York, dude. I'm ready. Oh, beautiful. Um, funny you should say that because nah, I'm good. Oh, he, it's, all, <laughs> it's, it's fine. He was talking to me. <laughs> you can have them. I'm all about the costumes. <laughs> Now, we'll say one costume I would hope to see come to Pokemon Go would be a monocle unknown, like an unknown with a monocle glass. Ooh, That'd be perfect. I like it. The the exclamation point with like the I'm annoyed look. Oh, I love that. <laughs> I love that unknown yeah. so much. <laughs> Good stuff. So what about the, the main series? What, what's, what's the Pokemon that has your heart? Articuno day through mm, like nice. I've I had a very seven year old mind when Pokemon Stadium came out. I used to try to freeze my Pokemon uh, my opponent's Pokemon to death, even against an Ice type which never could freeze. I still try to, <laughs> and I had this unbeatable combo. You know how it was back in your days, mm-hmm. to where I use Sky Attack once they're frozen. It's like finish him and just powered up the Sky Attack. That is <laughs> Good awesome. stuff. That is amazing. That's a great choice. Good stuff. Now. Keeping up with our favorites and your favorites, because we know what ours are, because we do this all the time. But <laughs> we don't always have you on our show. This is the first time ever, ladies and gentlemen, actually, that David is on our show. And dear. Well, okay. It's a very monumental moment. <laughs> That's right. Uh, so, continuing with the favorites, what is your favorite moment in Pokemon Go? It can be, you know, real world related around the game. It could be in the game itself. But what is your favorite moment in that Pokemon Go has been a part of? It's hard to not choose GoFest. It's a very cheesy answer, but every GoFest I've gone to has been different for different reasons. Okay. And I hold each one differently into my heart. And I don't think my Pokemon, I don't think I'd still be playing Pokemon Go without GoFest, to be honest. Okay. Is it the, is it the community of it all? Well, 2017, we united under the glitches that was the nightmare of that <laughs> show, yep. of oh, that boy. of that GoFest. Yep. But that kind of opened my eyes to the idea of traveling for this game a little bit. Like, okay. not to the point to where, like, YouTubers like Trainer Tips and Mystic7, all of them do. Mm-hmm. Just to the point to be able to go to different areas and try to explore this world with Pokemon. Okay. So, I think... I forgot your question. I kind of went on a little bit uh, of a just rant. The favorite favorite moment that Pokemon Go has been a part of. Yeah, it would have to be if I had to pick one Go Fest, it would have to be probably 2019. Okay. And that was the first time my friends could go. Oh yeah. And nice. it was that's what made that one so special because I got to see them experienced Go Fest for what I experienced. Not the first one, the second one more so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I got to see them experience that firsthand and just to be able to take a step back and look at that. Very cool. That's awesome. Yeah, we are uh, we are big fans of the Go Fest, yeah. and uh, we uh, we are about to travel to New York to here in just a few weeks. All of us are it's, really. It's uh, I'm going to be in New York too, dude. No hey. way. Let's party! Oh my gosh, it's like there's going to be some kind of big event, right? I, that's what I hear. I think the Statue of Liberty is going to ha- get a costume change. No, it's Go Fest. <laughs> You're so silly. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, actually, in one month from recording, we will be in New oh, York nice. City. Yeah. I know. It's crazy. It's, yes. it, it got here quick. The, the Empire City where dreams are made of, or however it's, that. It's the, the biggest orchard in the world. Oh, yeah. Because of the big apples. The big apple, yeah. Yes. Yeah, they, they yep. actually grow giant apples. Yes, New York is known for its large trees. Yeah. <laughs> Things do be appling over there. That's right. That's right. People in New York are like, what? What, what is they talking about? <laughs> trees? What is this blasphemy in my ears right now? <laughs> what is happening? Good stuff. <laughs> so, okay. We we ask everybody this because it's fun to hear like the um, – the kind of like the creation stories of them. The origin stories yeah. of the trainer name. And we got to know, your, your, what made you choose your name? What, what is the origin story behind yours? Well, my mom named me when I was born. Um, I was born on a Monday. <laughs> David. She decided to name me David. Yeah. <laughs> it all started when I was a baby. <laughs> when I was born. <laughs> That's that's pretty good. <laughs> Real quick, are you asking for my origin of my in-game name? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we want to know about your avatar name. <laughs> yeah. So, obviously, people know me as Hamtaro a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, that actually became a, that was part of a joke. Actually, it's not my in-game name. Uh, my the owner of the Discord I was a part of hated Hamtaro, so I changed my name to Hamtaro and tagged him as 
<laughs> tagged him with that's, it, that's and it's stuck ever since. So that's mm-hmm. how my community knows me. They know me as Hamtaro. My in-game name is actually Pokemon Stories, mm-hmm. oh. and the reason why I was named, well, I think old Johnny Oneball knows that because I'm his friend, and or yeah, both know because we're both friends anyway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so for Pokemon Stories, I originally had this idea of wanting to be a writer, and I always wanted to kind of like make Pokemon fanfic. Okay, and nice. never went anywhere, but I named it Pokemon Stories just because that just sounded cool, and I never really could think of anything differently after that. Okay, and it kind of felt. I guess the seeds of storytelling kind of was right in my name of mm-hmm. just stories of just stories about Pokemon. And nice. I could never really find a different name to really change it to. So it's been, I've been Pokemon stories the entire time. Okay. That's and, awesome. and look where it got you. Yeah. I mean, you're, you're out here telling the Pokemon stories. Yeah. Huge, and yeah. then some people know me as Hamtaro. Yeah. Some people know me as David. And so it's just <laughs> gets confusing when people try to figure out uh, what name I'm go after. Hey, that's all right. I, uh, I'm, I'm right there with you. Old Johnny One Ball has been turned into anything you could think of. <laughs> I get messages. Hey, so uh, Old Johnny One Ball, I'm like, it's for it's listen to the episode. <laughs> for Pokemon. To the There's a story. <laughs> like, nope, it, everything's all good. Mm-hmm. Now we'll say I think Shadow Prime has the best name out of all three of us. Ooh. No offense, Old Johnny One Ball. <laughs> hey, that's all right. Because just the backstory behind the, it, like you oh, got yeah. if you if you listeners have not heard the backstory behind Shadow Prime, you've got to listen to it because it's pure gold like you have to listen to it <laughs> you might say gold <laughs> that that reminds me we we created a goal on the roundtable chat of if we get five more patrons and five more reviews there's actually a part two of the transformers <laughs> fan fiction from middle school and today this very day of our lord wednesday the 19th of this month and year happy normal day we we made it Wait, because it's hump day. Oh, oh. No, no, no. Mike, 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 Mike. Guess what day it is? <laughs> As of today, we had a patron up their pledge. Oh, and I'm counting it. Nice. All right, and we had a uh, another review. That's two down on each. Yep. Oh, three more snap. patrons, three more reviews, and I will bring you. Oh gosh, Transformers <laughs> fan fiction from Shadow Prime's middle school years. <laughs> Do it, guys! Like oh, we have more. to hear this. We have to hear this content. So oh. if you're listening, just do it real quick. It mm-hmm. will be worth it. It's so good, Tsunami. and I already have stuff to add into it. Piles of pillars. <laughs> Suffer not the planes. <laughs> hey, old John and Bowen Ball. What we can do is we can do voices to it, like you were oh, doing yeah. to it earlier. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I I I go horse. <laughs> I go horse after the first time we did that. Like the next day. Was like uh, what? What happened to me? Why do I? Ah, uh, oh, that hurts. And it's because I read yes. like forty-five minutes of just whatever I could think of voices. <laughs> and put your plans on me, bro. <laughs> there's a round two. So, if you're listening to the show, if you're listening to as the Pokeball turns, support all your people, and we'll party some hard. Mm-hmm. Well, now to you know get real, you know. Into the, into the nitty-gritty. The thick of it? Into the thick of it. <laughs> there you go. We want to know from you, David, from you, Hamtaro, yourself, what is your history with Pokemon Go? So I usually like to go for like the two fish and say go fish, because sometimes you can get a go fish for that. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> That's... Was a little throwback into my into my childhood oh, so yeah. card gaming Me- memory unlock. Like, let's go fish, dude. We could totally play go fish someday. Uh, but yeah, we, we could do it right now, bro. Let's go. Oh, pull that's... the cards out. <laughs> <laughs> the, only, the only thing is, I only have Pokemon cards here, so there's way too many of those. Hey, we live in the 21st rules. century. There's there's probably an app somewhere for it. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. That's true. <laughs> Well, as far as Pokemon Go goes, um, you yes. know, were you were you a day one player? Did you say no, thank you the whole time? What where did what is your history with the game itself? So I was definitely I, unfortunately I wasn't a day one player because of the servers, sure. so I couldn't access the game. Fair. So I think I was like a two or day three player. I was basically there the first week. Yeah. Okay. And I remember trying to play during my work break, and I probably could get in. 
And of course, I can never catch anything because again, the game crashed. Mm-hmm. But I've been a part of this game since the very beginning, okay. and it was weird starting off because at the time there wasn't a game like Go for Pokemon. And what I mean by that is that the main series was just you kind of catch one Pokemon, and that's kind of it, unless you're like a shiny hunter. Mm-hmm. There wasn't this concept to where you catch multiple Pokemon to power them up like you do in Go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I struggled with that because I was like, oh, I caught one and done. And it struggled with me trying to, it hurt me trying to catch multiple Pokemon. It bugged me seeing that in my inventory. Okay. <laughs> so yeah. I, f- I feel that as well. Also, being not, <laughs> not, not a day one player. Cause yeah, we found out that yeah. uh, Shadow's not a day one player. A He's day a day two, two player. Yeah. So right there little, with you, my friend. Yeah. <laughs> like uh, that episode of Parks and Rec when Leslie finds out she's not from Pawnee. She's from, Inkle, from Eagleton. Eagleton. And I was like, what? <laughs> what do I do? <laughs> so, yeah, I definitely identify with that. Uh, yes. but, so the I, I, I totally understand that frustration of like uh, I have to catch multiple of these things. Like in the regular games, I just – I catch my manky and I move on. Like let's let's go. Yes. But what about Pokemon Go was the thing that made you keep playing? Like what what was that like I okay, I like this. I'm 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 gonna keep going. What was it was the Pokemon? idea. It was how they mixed because okay. I was at a phase to where I didn't really want to play video games anymore. I kinda wanted to explore the world, if so you will. Mm-hmm. Not so much travel to different countries, but just get out of the living room. Sure. And Pokemon Go allowed me to do that, and I always love the concept of just exploring your area, of trying to find new places to play, and just try to go catch real-life Pokemon. Like, that was just the dream. Like, it finally happened. It was just hard to believe. That's what led to all the craze back in 2016 and what leads to GoFest every year. Nice. And that's just part of the game that's hooked me in. There's so many different ways to play. Uh, My gameplay style has evolved Mm -hmm. and changed multiple times. I think there's not really... There's very little that I've not explored with this game at this point, to be honest. Okay. Nice. Good so, stuff. so that like that's a leads into like a good secondary question because there, there was a, a player that I met and she would not trade for a Pokemon unless she caught the Pokemon herself. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, oh, I have plenty of these for you. She's like, nope, I I want to catch it myself. And I'm like, oh, okay. So like, what is that unique way that you play the game? So like, could be like raids, catching things. Do you want to? get the XXL decks or what, what is the, what is the way that you play the unique way? Yes. <laughs> but, but, um, it's like I said, it's changed. Mm-hmm. I think the most consistent thing that I've done is I've been a hundo hunter and my goal was to always max the Pokemon out at the time, 41 and a half. Mm-hmm. Now, of course it's level 50 with the XL candies, but that was always my goal. I wanted to have a full decks of hundos. Mm-hmm. Other ways that I've played was I would do goals for myself. I know me and you, uh, Shadow Prime, you and I, we talked about having impossible goals where I try to get 100 million XP within three months to where I try to do a full excellent catch decks on video. Like that's just stuff like that would motivate me. And then other ways that I've played this game, I've done gold gems. I retired after I hit like 780-ish. I stopped at that point because it was just... Hard to keep up because the badges only go to a thousand. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, nowadays I do Wayfair. I like to go find new Pokestops and just really influence the game board. Uh, Shout out to the Wayspotters. You know, they really, Mm -hmm. we always, we have good conversations about that a lot of times. And that's really it, man. Like I said, I've played this game about the only thing I've maybe not did my toe too much into is PvP. Mm -hmm. And a lot of that's just time. I don't, well, time and I don't really find Gold Battle League that uh, motivating. I usually enjoy the, in-person tournaments yeah, or okay. trying to do stuff online. Cause I know I participated in y'all's tournaments a couple yeah, times as yeah. well. Absolutely. Fun well, stuff. Good stuff. Yeah. It's uh it's cool to hear how everybody plays this game. Uh, so differently, you know, you've, you've covered from pretty much a to Z on all of it. Um, you know, we, we have our own different ways that we like to play. Um, so it's really cool to hear, you know, how people play the game. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, the next question we've got for you. Um, so we want to talk about, how did your show, as the Pokeball turns, how did you come to, you know, from, oh, I have an idea, to actually doing shows? What was the process like for you there, and what made you want to start the show? I've always wanted to do content creation. Okay. And it was hard to find that right medium for me. And for YouTube, 
you know, because Pokemon Go, a lot of people consume the content on YouTube. Mm-hmm. It's very competitive. Like, you have to really have good editing skills for video, yeah. and I can't do it. I remember I tried to make a five-minute video about catching a Bidoof, and it took me four weeks. That's how bad my <laughs> editing skills can be. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. It, it can be a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So that was kind of – I understood where I was to where I couldn't I couldn't keep up with that kind of sure. – You know, Pokemon Go is such a fast game that by the time I would get done with one video, four other ones would probably pass at that point. Mm-hmm. So I tried doing uh, photography with uh, plushies. I used to collect plushies. I would try to do like nature shots of where the Pokemon would actually exist. Mm-hmm. That's but I didn't have the passion for that. And plus the AR community, they do way better of a job trying to catch Pokemon in their natural habitat than I ever could. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of where I was at. I've always wanted to find something creative-wise. And to fast forward, I discovered podcasts through a sports podcast called Strong Opinion Sports by Zach Schalmer. Okay. He would do like takes about his thoughts on the stuff, usually football. He'd focus most on that, but he also touched baseball and basketball here and there. But he would touch on like his perspective on what they were doing, and he was real good at it. Mm-hmm. And at the time, I didn't know I'm watching a podcast. And I'm like, oh, this is a podcast? I could do what he's doing. That's, real, I, that's realistic for me. So I started digging around into trying to how to start a podcast. Um, I would watched lots of videos and read books about it. And eventually uh, one, uh, I'm sorry. One thing that I always noticed from every video is like, you got to talk about something you're passionate about. And I was like, well, I'm passionate about Pokemon. Let me talk about Pokemon go. And I've, I've listened to some of the Pokemon go podcasts, you know, lured up incensed and Pokemon go. Um, I think Pokemon go radio was just mm-hmm. heading out right when I uh, started listening to them. And I kind of heard what they were doing, and I felt something was missing. And what was missing was I didn't feel there was a place for people – like what I talked about earlier about GoFest. At the time, there really wasn't a place for people to kind of go and share their experiences. Mm-hmm. The closest you got were collaborators with content creators. I would say content creators are probably maybe 5% at most of the Pokemon Go community, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. The other 95 are regular people. They're people who have jobs. There's people who have kids. Like, where do they go to kind of share their story if they have the opportunity? Yeah. And I noticed that. And I was like, let me do a story about that to where I focus on how you started playing this game. How do you play? The same questions that we were talking about earlier. What have you done with this game? What are the challenges you face playing this game? And focusing on that aspect and turning that into a show. And that's kind of where the concept of me doing interviews really began. And the name as the Pokeball Turns was actually, I was a part of a Mystic Taco server. Mm. uh, And there would be some drama that would go on with the community, you know, just some silly stuff. And one thing that they would always say is that's the way the Pokeball Turns. Mm. That's what they would always say at the end of it is like, that's just how things are. That's that's what they would say. And I love that. And I was like, I want to add that to my title. And that's where As the Pokeball Turns came out about. And it represented both what I wanted was its constant movement. That the story that comes to my podcast isn't just, it's not over. For many people who've come on podcasts, the story's not over. They just took a little bit of a stop to share what they've experienced so far. Whether it's one, I think I've had close to maybe somebody who was a year into this game to, of course, back to 2016. And just hearing their stories, and that's why I named it that. And the reason why the arrow's orange actually is to represent me, because I was known as Hamtaro, Hamtaro's mm. orange. So that's not only me representing to listening to the story, but it also represents my story as a content creator. Very cool. Wow, I love that. We just said, wait, what's a funny Pokemon <laughs> name that has to do with talking? And there it was. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hey, I gave a wrong. lot of representation for chat. You're not wrong. You gave a lot of representation for chat talk, man. That's right. That's right. Bringing it back. Yeah. Um, but no, that's that's yeah. the beauty, though. It's like even if you look at the podcast, like I've covered a couple. I've covered you guys. I've covered Whale Lords. I've covered Purified. Mm-hmm. We all have different origin stories on how our podcast started. Yeah. yeah. Some of them, you know, like I said, I'm pretty elaborate. That's just kind of who I am by nature. Some of them just started simply, and some of them just started out of the gate without even really. 
You know, they just jumped into it. And that's mm-hmm. the beauty of it. We all have our own different stories and it all works for us. And that's the part that I love to explore when it comes to my episodes. Because I get to, no episodes the same. Mm-hmm. They, they've all been different. And that's the fun part about just doing interviews and just hearing people play Pokemon Go. Absolutely. And I, I think that's one of like the huge things that like makes your show stand out is like the interviews with just like the, the real trainers, the Singaporean grandmas and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. just kind of like the, the boots on the ground. <laughs> the bootsist is the, the bootsist on the ground. <laughs> if you're a Singaporean grandma on this show listening, by all means, please hit my lineup. I wouldn't mind interviewing you. That'd be hilarious. <laughs> it's got to happen. If I find any Singaporean grandmas that are playing, I'll send them your way. Yeah. <laughs> all right. All right. <laughs> what what a what a like what an odd addition to the world of Pokemon Go. <laughs> it really is. That like they're like, oh yeah, we're having uh, New York and uh, Osaka. And did you know the average Pokemon Go player is a Singaporean grandma who goes on walks with her friends? <laughs> I did not know that. Oh okay. No. Uh- no, nor am I going to question it. <laughs> well, now, believe it or not. Um, so when I was preparing, trying to figure out my interview style, mm-hmm. I'll let you know this. Cause I haven't shared this at all. Yeah. I actually would practice on my dog on oh, how to ask fun. questions. Oh, okay. That's awesome. Cause that was the hard part for me is just trying to figure out how to ask good questions mm-hmm. because it's, it's different for me. Cause I'm interview show. I can't ask the same question over and over because it gets repetitive for content. Right. But I had to practice on how to ask the right question. Mm-hmm. And the way I did that was using my dog. So, for example, you know, usually what is it like to be a dog? That's usually the question people would think about. Mm-hmm. The way I had to learn how to do it was why would you stay with an owner who is abusive? Mm-hmm. What do you worry about whenever I leave? Phrasing questions that way to wow. where, like, you get more insight out mm-hmm. from the guests by asking those questions. But it helped me practice to kind of learn how to ask those questions when I have a guest on. Now, granted, I don't ask these deep questions all the time. I have my easy ones as well, but mm-hmm. having those questions is what brings out the good content. Absolutely. Which is absolutely great. And to the listeners, if you haven't checked out As the Pokeball Turns, what are you doing? You're a fool. You can pause this. You come back. Go listen to it. There's, It's really good no, content. No, 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 pause it. No, pause it. We're having too much fun. Come oh. afterwards. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> when you're done listening to the show, then pause it after it's over. Yeah. Right. That's how, because that's how it works. So pause it once it's no. over and then go check out as the Pokeball turns. Yeah. And then continue not pausing until anything is over. <laughs> and just add it to your lineup. Exactly. Better yet, after listening to this episode, go listen to your favorite co host's episodes. Episode, I believe, Johnny Wombaugh's episode nine and Shadow Prime's episode 17. Eight. Those are the numbers right there. And there you can check Look out their episodes that. and you complete the trifecta. And then you've done it. And let me tell you, if you take 17 and you do seven minus one, you get six. And my episode was nine. And that makes for a nice little pairing right there. Nice. Nice. (laughs) We're not math guys, coach. (laughs) We also have bad memories, too. (laughs) Good stuff. For the next thing we want to know about, we know we've talked about the the game itself and we've talked about your content creation and doing your interviews in your in your show. But I want to know how has content creation affected how you play Pokemon Go and in vice versa, how has playing Pokemon Go affected your content creation? So I'll start with uh, my I guess the way I've played Pokemon Go and how it's affected my content creation. Mm-hmm. Because I've played so many different ways, I understand where people can come from with how they play. You know, there's some people who are collectors. They like the shiny Pokemon. There's some people who like numbers. They like to collect 666 or 1234 or whatever have you. Mm -hmm. So I understand, like, no matter who comes on the show, and even PvP to an extent, even though I don't have experience, I'm a very competitive person. I play basketball. I play billiards. I'm very competitive, so I understand coming from that aspect, Mm -hmm. just in a different realm. So that's allowed me to be able to really connect with her, almost any guest, really. There's not really been a guest I've not been able to connect with. If As far as the content side to how it has affected my game, it's made me appreciate more community days. Okay. And I'll say this because I was always that kind of person to where I was like, why are we have repeat? Like, can we get something new? And it was first I noticed it at Seattle. I couldn't play the game at all, even on my day. And it's because that it was the people. 
I saw that. I wanted to see how other people played. Mm-hmm. Experience. I wanted to experience GoFest for what it was. And at the time, I hadn't started my interviews yet, but it led it planted the seed for me to finally start. And then as I've done it more and more, I've appreciated more of those small moments to where you go to community day. And for some people, that's their first time they've ever caught that shiny or been able to play. For some people, that's a family outing. I got to go to what was one of the community days this past year? It was one of the one of the least popular ones. I can't remember what it was. I saw a family four play this game. Mm-hmm. The two kids had the phones and then the I think the father had like an iPad and then the mom was playing. Like it was a family outing. It was like a game night, except it was Pokemon Go and you were outside and mm-hmm. outside of Texas is saying a lot. <laughs> so <Goodness>. yes. <laughs> <laughs> so it's made me appreciate a lot of those what we would call mediocre events, okay, like a community day, like a repeat community day, because I would never appreciate that. I appreciate it a lot more because I know that even though it may not be a new experience for me, it'll be a new experience for somebody else. Absolutely, Absolutely. love that. Yeah, taking that step back and sort of realizing that yes, it is just a game, uh, but it is a game that brings joy and brings happiness and can bring people together. Um, and being able to take that step back and then put that right back into your content creation is a very cool way to be, you know, both That's keeping huge. up with the game and keeping up with content creation. So very, very cool. That is huge. Very cool. Yeah. Or like when we were out, uh, there was some community or some event that was happening and there's a big old group of us and there was something in raids. I was like, I'm not doing this raid anymore. Like I'm done. And that this one kid, <laughs> yeah, I was like, I, I, I hate it. I'm, I'm over. And this one kid got their first shiny and all of us in the group just, Hey, like, yes. I was like, like, I love that. It's a very cool time yeah. and thing to celebrate for yeah. sure. It's like my you first celebrate shiny. that moment. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, absolutely. Oh my gosh. Congrats. I'm so happy for you. Oh, right? yeah. How can you not be? However, it does make us an enemy every once in a while. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we we have like a nine-year-old kid and he is our mortal enemy. We were out on uh, – I think we were out doing something and, and the kid caught a Shundo Magikarp and I was like, you're, you're my mortal enemy now. Yeah, he just walked up. <laughs> Look at the Shundo Magikarp I caught. And I was like – And then I... he ran off. <laughs> okay. And then again, we were we were doing Shadow Articuno raids. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I was like, oh, look, mine's regular. And then he was like, oh, look, mine's regular. And then ran off again. And I was, I was like, like, wait. Are you my nemesis? Wait a minute. Do I have a rival? <laughs> are you my Gary? <laughs> are you my Gary? <laughs> Smell you later. Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> See you, Gramps. <laughs> uh, I'm not that old. Oh, no. Gary was here. Oh, Johnny Bornball's oh. a loser. It's <laughs> such a long name. How did you spell it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, uh, we don't know who you are, Gary, but. Uh, I'll come and find you. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to show you a shundo. Yeah. Well, I, I can't. You can't, but I got two. So we're good. Ooh, which ones do you have? I have a shundo Garchomp and a shundo Ooh. Skarmory. Hmm. Oh, yeah. I love the Skarmory. Yeah, he was he was there when uh, when I caught that. It was a Hundo Gibble from a research task during one of the GoFest weeks, and uh, I almost dropped my phone. <laughs> I wanted to eat my phone. It, it was, was ridiculous. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> it, it was, and I, and every time we go out because we go to Golden, Colorado for our Golden Goes, right? <laughs> and uh, and every time we go over there because there's a gym right there that we're like, let's do that raid over in you know where I caught my Shundo Gibble. <laughs> Because you never know. Because that's right, you never know. Maybe it's the place that brings luck. Yep. <laughs> All it takes is one, my friend. That's right. Yep. That's right. Well, in that segue of uh, you know finding our own nine-year-old rival, let's get into some stupid stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. So, yeah. For those that are listening for the first time, uh, we are going into our Chef's Kiss segment, and a Chef's Kiss is where we rate a Pokemon. So, one, it's. It's a Pokemon. Yeah. Ah. Like it's a chef's kiss. A regular Pidgey. Yeah. It's it's, It's a Pokemon. It's good. Right. Then we got Pokemon that are so great. You have to call a bunch of your friends and use their hands because you need to do multiple chef's kiss. So you got to bring four friends. Yeah. Like I need to borrow your hands for a chef's kiss because that Pokemon is just so perfect. An example from my own. Perfect 10 book. The big book of 10s? The big book of 10. Well, it's not that big yet. The, the, the book of 10s? The book of 10s. <laughs> the pamphlet of 10s? Uh, for me, shiny Crobat is a perfect 10. And for me, shiny uh, Ninetales mm-hmm. is a perfect 10. And so everyone's got their own uh, theories and, and likes and dislikes. And, and reasons. Usually it. we're pretty close. 
Um, every once in a while, we agree on a 10. Yeah. Um, but that just means that you have your two hands. Mwah, mwah. And you have to find four more friends <laughs> and use their hands. <laughs> so we have asked you, David, our esteemed guest, to come up with a Pokemon, and then we will rate it shiny also. So we're going to – all three of us rate the Pokemon that you give us, and then we'll again rate the shiny version of that Pokemon. So – what would you well, like to rate today? Well, before we do that. Well, that's before we do that. Rules are made up. So, Hamtaro's going to do two. Oh, you could do three. There's, well, over, how, yeah. oh, dude, there's over a thousand now. We could be here all night. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Let's do, a thousand, do this all day. <laughs> there are no rules. <laughs> okay, so which Pokemon like, is that? Yeah, I'll just say, hold on. I can imagine you listeners like, why is this podcast like thirteen hours long? Like, what they do? Are they doing the same thing for the last twelve and a half hours? Yes, they're they're only in the Johto region. <laughs> Good stuff. Oh my gosh. Well, what are we taking a look at today? So my first one is XD 1 Shadowlugia. Ooh. Okay. Ooh. Okay, Shadow Lugia. All right, and we're talking the uh, Gale of Darkness. Yes, is that right? Yes, the mascot. Yep, the mascot for Gale of Darkness. Okay, um, I'm gonna do it. Is there is there a shiny for that? Does it exist? No, I'm gonna find I made, out. I made. I don't think so. Um, we'll do a fake rating because somebody made up this version of it. So here, I'll show it to you. Huh. This will be the shiny that we rate. Oh my gosh, yes. All right. in. So we've got our Gale of Darkness Shadow Lugia. <clears throat> Bring it to the game, Niantic, you cowards. We already have Shadow Lugia and it wasn't right. <laughs> bring Zygarde first. <laughs> All right. No, bring Shadow Lugia. It's older. Agreed. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So we're looking at Gale of Darkness Shadow Lugia. It is a beautiful Pokemon. Um, we will save our best numbers for last and oh, okay. end with our guest. So, Shadow, tell me about... Shadow, Lugia. <laughs> uh, well, Gale of Darkness, Lugia. I'm going to do it. Do it. I'm opening up the big book. He's well, doing it. The, the pamphlet at this moment, but <laughs> the Shadow Lugia, Gale of Darkness is a 10. Okay. Like that, it's, that is so good. Like the color, the, the coloration and then like the eye spike thingies. Mm-hmm. It, mm, yeah, that's a 10. Okay. I am going to think of the same number. Solely, so normally I would give this a nine because it's just dope. However, I'm going How ten. You? <laughs> I'm going to go ten for the sole reason of this is what it should have been. Ooh, yeah, yes. this is what Shadow Lugia should have been from the beginning. When they said we're bringing Shadow Lugia, and then we got regular Lugia that's a little bit angrier than normal. And with smoke. <laughs> <laughs> Super like, Saiyan Lugia. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, it was, it's a fine Pokemon. Super Saiyan Lugia. But because this is what it should have been this whole time, I'm going at 10. Yeah, that's a, that's a good one. All right, dime, David. man. What are you thinking? A dime. Ten. It's a dime all day. That's a double nickel, my son. Wait. It's math. <laughs> oh, I was thinking dimes. I'm like, that's 30 cents. What do you talk about double nickels? So, <laughs> so it's 10 penny wises. <laughs> Don't you know that nickels are 15 cents? Everyone knows that. Nickelback. Oh, We're not math Nickelback. guys, coach. <laughs> We're not math guys, coach. Uh, good stuff. Now, we have a uh, – it looks like a fan uh, created by Cornflake Chungus. That's the name of this. <laughs> that is the name of the person who did this. That's, hey, it says right there. Right there. Cornflake Chungus. <laughs> oh, my God. So, Cornflake Chungus has blessed us with an alternate art, uh, which we are going to call the shiny because of how dope it was. And I'm going to go ahead and answer for my co-host – and then he will answer for me. The Cornflake Chungus <laughs> Shadow Lugia Gale of Darkness XD is a 10. This thing is a deep red, think Eveltal murder red, blood red, because you know it murders. This thing is, instead of that like 
dark purple and blue. It's this gray and red with the purple eyes. It's just a beautiful flip. So, Oh, yeah, with because eyes swap, yep. yeah. So Shadow Prime is going to give this one a 10. And I'm going to say this one for the old Johnny One Ball is also going to give it a 10. That's right. Nice. Now, David, because you are our guest, we're going to let you speak for yourself. <laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs> what do you think? I'll show it to you again because I've got it pulled up here. What do you think about this Lugia that is from Cornflake Chungus? <laughs> Shouts to you, Cornflake Chungus. Get that Fowler propaganda away from me. I'm giving it a three. Ooh. <laughs> he's a, he's a purist. <laughs> I mean, mystic all day, baby. Okay. okay that's, that's fair. Fair. Very fair. All right. Fair. Can't be mad at that. Um Okay, good stuff. So we have a total of 30 for the regular Shadow Lugia as it should be, and a total of 23 for Cornflake <laughs> Chungus's other Lugia. <laughs> I give a 10 to the name, though. Cornflake Chungus has literally it's, made my Yeah, that's, that's so good. <laughs> my peak of the week is Cornflake Chungus. <laughs> Chungus. Good so stuff. Good. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Now, Shadow mentioned that you might be bringing another Pokemon to the Chef's Kiss ratings. Is that correct? Yes, I did. Okay. Well, why don't you tell us what we're looking at next? So this is not just any ordinary Pokemon. It is canon. But I wanted to bring it because I don't think anybody else is ever going to mention it on your show. Okay. The best one who would have brought it would have been Enhoff, and Mm -hmm. she didn't mention it. So my pick is Thu Pfizer. It's a manga exclusive fusion of Articuno, Zapdos, and Moltres. Ooh. Okay. Let's find it. I sent to Shadow Prime the images on Discord if he wants to pull them up. I don't know if that makes a difference. Whoa. It's good stuff. All right. Yo, so, that's so cool. We are looking at Thu Pfizer, which is Thunder, Fire, and Zero mixed up together. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thunderfizer in. <laughs> okay, so we are checking out this uh, That's... this beautiful three headed. How many, it looks like four legged, five legged bird. Maybe there's a nope. There's the sixth one. Three heads. <laughs> <laughs> three heads. One, two, six feet. Three. Likely unbeatable. Let's take a peek at it. You said this is a manga exclusive. Yeah, from Pokemon Adventures. Mm-hmm. Whoa. I had forgotten that they did that. Me too. They do some weird stuff in the manga, my dude. <laughs> oh my gosh. Manga's on a whole nother level. Yeah. I dude. saw Arbok die once. <laughs> <laughs> Only once? Is it the Krillin of Pokemon? <laughs> <laughs> Good stuff. Okay. Uh, so we're taking a look at Thu Pfizer today. Um, I get, Maybe we'll go in the same order and save the best for last? Yeah. All right. So you'll go first then? Rude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to... Because of how terrifying this thing would be, because like normally I'm like, oh, I would totally train that thing. This is terrifying. Like, or like, oh yeah, here's my my Ekans. Oh, oh yeah, go through Pfizer, <laughs> and you throw that thing, out. <laughs> and it just rains destruction on your little Ekans. So I'm gonna give this thing nine nine. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna go with since it's a. A full-on unholy abomination. <laughs> I'm going to go with a 9.99. Okay. On account of, okay. man, this thing is backwards, and that number backwards is 666. Yeah. Not backwards, because it's still uh, 999, but, you know. Upside down. Yeah, flip it, dude. Yeah. You kidding me? I'm still going to flip it. <laughs> flip it. <laughs> Bop it. I'm going to go with a 999 on that one. It's it's almost right there, um, but it was not very clear how many feet it had to me. So I'm going to take away the .01 because it took me way too long and made me look like a fool trying to count how many feet there are. <laughs> I still can't find the six foot, to be honest. It's So the, it's like what I'm looking at, it's like under, under the head. back. Yeah, it's under Moltres's head, and then there's one oh. under Articuno's head. They're like the extra two claws. Okay, I see it. Barely, but I see it. It's, oh, yeah, okay, it's yeah. right back so there. One, yeah. two, three, four, five, six. Yeah, yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. See, I'm not the only fool. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, David? What are you going to rate through Pfizer? 
Uh, I'm going to have to give it an eight. Okay. Um, I like the idea behind it, but I don't know. The fusion, I feel like it could be better. <laughs> it's uh, not bad, but. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Agreed. It is a very much, these are clearly still three things put together. Just mushed up. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like the, the fusion itself could have been just so much more hearty. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I'm into it. I want that on a card. And not just the one with the three birds on it. I want that on a card. Like Doofizer <laughs> itself. Yep. Yeah. Do, you know, is it's it crazy. Like, Maybe Pokemon. It could come to Pokemon Go. You never know. That's Maybe. true. They'll bring that before they bring Zygarde. <laughs> we're going to get Doofizer <laughs> before the proper Shadow Luke. Yeah. <laughs> so my question is, because I, I never actually read the manga. It, it Does it like think independently? Or like almost like... Uh, talk nerd talk but when vegeta and no, vegeta and goku combine they become a d- whole new being is that what the pfizer is uh it's been a while since i've read that manga to be honest but i think they fought i think it was like dodrio to where they kind of had their own oh. uh, personalities and they kind of started fighting against each other because it was made by team rocket they're mm-hmm. the ones oh. who made this abomination sounds about right yes <laughs> uh, team rocket at it again Taking off the speed of light. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Rolling around at the speed of sound. Is that Sonic? Yeah. Mm. Close. I just... <laughs> that unlocked a memory when he said that. <laughs> so I was like, I gotta say this. Did you see the I Lego Sonic? Sonic, though. Sonic is so good. The Le- There's a Lego set for Sonic now. Really? Yeah, it's pretty good. Nice. Let's check it out. I already did, though. I like him. <laughs> so you can do it. You're on your own. Boo. <laughs> <laughs> so, David, what about, like, we got to... We got to do the shiny because a shiny does exist for this thing. And no way. I like a legitimate like, or like cornflake did it. <laughs> cornflake. Cornflake ah. Tungus is the unsung hero. All right. Is Zapdos shiny? No one will ever know. Nobody knows. <laughs> <laughs> or we could hint Niantic hint. <laughs> give me, give me like a, like a reverse shiny, but not like reverse to back to where it was, but like, you know how Gen 1, the shinies were kind of just like, ah, whatever's close to the opposite side of the color wheel and not like, yeah. a, like a fully fleshed out shiny? Yeah. Like, go back and try again on some of these because Barney is nice, but it, like Dragonair already was the black sheep of the family. Yeah. We don't need it to look like Barney after these beautiful <laughs> pink ones. Yeah. <laughs> or Shenron. Right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Shen- like, <laughs> and, uh, the, what do you call it? Um, Gengar. Mm. Oh, yeah. Boo. It could be it Ugh, could horrible, be so man. much nicer. Yeah. It was with Omega, man. Omega oh, made, it, Omega, so. made it sick, bro. Because yeah. they finally were like, maybe we should put some thought into Shinies. Yeah. We're not going to officially talk about them yet, but maybe we'll <laughs> Can we, we, maybe we'll mm, like mix it up a little bit. Let's say the Paldea Shinies. I caught a new oh, Shiny yeah. today that I didn't have, that I wanted from you, that I got on my own. What? I finally caught a Shiny Shroomish. Well, look at that. I know. Wow. wow. Finally. I don't know how many I've checked. It's Finally did shiny. it. Yeah. And like 10 catches before that, another shiny uh, Galarian Ziggs again. Hey, that's a good shiny. It's haunting me. Yes. <laughs> uh, Crest toothpaste. Uh, it's, yeah. It is. It's beautiful, but it is toothpaste-y. Minty fresh. <laughs> Refreshing. Well, let's talk about shiny Thufizer. Thufizer. I, I love the flames. Almost. Okay. I, lo- I love them. I think I'm going to keep it at a nine. Okay. I love shiny Moltres, and I also love Galarian Moltres. So Moltres just has team value. Yeah, I'm pretty. Yep, I solved me. We're good. Okay. All right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because I am a, a barely shiny connoisseur, I like to think, and Zapdos is now shiny in this, and I love shiny Zapdos, it's getting to 10. Really? It got really? that .01 from me because I love shiny Zapdos. I don't know why. I just love it. <laughs> Those barely shot the Pikachu's <laughs> and the like. Those I'm like, are you, are you like, are you shiny? Are you? Is this it? I missed it. Like, when did I catch you? Yep, yeah. love them. I don't know why. I just do. <laughs> so, oh my gosh. shiny Zapdos pushes it the point oh one up, and it becomes a ten for me. Perfect ten. Nice. Now put it on a card. Send it to my game. Let's do this. <laughs> 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 All right, David. What are you ranking the shiny through Pfizer? Uh, I gave it an eight right before the regular one. Uh-huh. 
I'll bump it up to a nine. I okay. like the flames from Ultras. Yeah. I wish they were blue. Like I kind of like your idea. I wish the the colors for the Pokemon were different. Like Articuno had Zapdos's color, Moltres had Articuno, yeah. and so forth. But I'll give it a. I'll bump it up just because of the flames. I like how it looks All right. more so than on the original. Which you remind me of a very cool topic that will probably be coming at some point in the future. The shiny Galarian birds are oh. the same color as the original yeah. bird trio. And that is just amazing. It's beautiful. Yes. The, uh, the fact that someone thought of that and they didn't throw them out a window. Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, they could have thrown them out the window and they just said like, oh, wait, you know, he had a good idea and just brought him back in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> bring him back. <laughs> he actually had a good idea. Let him cook. Can you guys, can you guys bring <laughs> him back? Hold on. Let him cook. <laughs> uh, sir. <laughs> <laughs> you problem. threw me out a window. We'll let you make that Pokemon. <laughs> but the Pokemon. I mean, he worked in Home Alone too. He's fine. Yep, <laughs> just a little bruise. <laughs> Good stuff. Uh, well, what do we have coming up next? It is one of the most dreaded questions that we ask because it brings up possibly so many poor memories. Uh, a la Bruxish. Boo! David. Boo! What is a Pokemon that you absolutely cannot stand? A Pokemon that I cannot stand? That's a tough question. Mm hmm. Because they all have like a place, right? But then JT runs into Bruxish. And I'm just like, now my day's ruined. <laughs> <laughs> This is the worst thing I've ever seen. Broxish has ruined my day. <laughs> my day is ruined, ruined and my, uh, my, my, my disappointment is immeasurable. Immeasurable, that's it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'm trying to think of what would be a Pokemon I can't stand. It'd have to be a Gen 3 one, because I remember there was some parts that frustrated me. Oh, oh, in his heart. I mean... <laughs> I mean, I love Gen 3, don't get me wrong, but it's just there's some parts of it that annoyed the hell out of me. Oh, I get it. <laughs> it would have to be Love Disc. Mm. Yeah, okay. It's an, I can get on board with that. Because it was annoying enough when you played through the game because it would try to use a track and try to stun you, even mm -hmm. though it was very weak. But then once you caught it, it really wasn't that good. Yeah. That's probably the closest one that I really can't stand. And, okay. And fortunately, it didn't even get an evolution either. Right? How does like, that thing not turn into a Mola Mola? I, I don't know. <laughs> it blows my Crazy. mind. It's, it's right. It's perfect. It's yeah. right there. Um, but yeah, it. Uh, okay. I can see it. Love disc. Yeah. All right. All right. So continuing the train of just. Being being dumb with our friends. Hey oh. David, what is the Pokemon that you think you could take in a fight? Like the strongest Pokemon that you think you could beat up. Not like I could take a Weedle. Because <laughs> <laughs> we all I mean, could I take could. a Weedle. Stomp. <laughs> like what's the strongest Pokemon that you think you could beat up? That could beat up, my gosh. I mean, have you read some of the Pokedex entries, bro? Well, like, okay. Some of these Pokemon could. They're horrifying, yeah. <laughs> some of those yeah. things, like, notwithstanding, like, uh, Lantern probably could beat it up except for, you know, the whole energy thing. Yeah, or but like, Cargo. Right. But, like, I'm clearly going to lose to him a champ. <laughs> <laughs> Would you, though? Would you? I mean, aren't they, like, my height? Aren't they around the that six-foot something? Probably. I'm not messing with a champ. <laughs> No, I think it's only like four foot eleven or something like that, Ooh, or five foot dense. Don't they like punch at like a thousand punches per second? Yeah, like child's play. <laughs> child's play. <laughs> oh, Johnny Barrow versus Manchamp next episode. <laughs> Streaming on Poke Battle Network. <laughs> Let's do it. That's amazing. Hey, what up, Sosa? We got some content for you. Oh, uh, viewers all day. He's gonna fight him a champ. Like I, I, I can't stop him. You, hey, you don't know I can't punch a thousand times in a second because you won't fight me. He's gonna have a brawl. Yeah, I, I, I can do it until I prove I can't. Oh man. Oh man. Um, Such good stuff. Uh, so to answer the question, I'm going to probably, I'm a very pacifist kind of guy in spite of me being pretty big. So I'll just say Meditite or Mankey. 
one i can't oh, i don't okay. think i could take it i don't think i could take it evolution at all mm-hmm. i think i could probably take maybe some of the first stages and that's probably about it you heard nice. it here first everybody david can beat up babies oh no <laughs> <laughs> let's go <laughs> good stuff yeah the, oh, those are great answers i you know i always think of like oh i could take a drowsy but probably not. No, Drowsy's <laughs> gonna be like Drowsy. Look at my feet. But you know, like, because and and like you mentioned, some of those Pokedex entries are just They're absurd. Wild. Like, I think I'd like to go toe to toe with the Vig. I know I would lose, but a Vigoroth. No, dude, you got to fight oh, the baby. God. This is the Slack precedent off. we have: fight the babies. <laughs> Slack off. <laughs> but. Like Vigoroth is just like, oh, if I sit still too long, my blood boils. Let's go. Yeah, it's like it's like an Asta or a Deku. Like yeah. it's not going to give up. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. I just give me two minutes. <laughs> <laughs> so here's the thing. So here's my train of thought, real quick. So I couldn't do anything animal related. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess Mankey's an animal, but I don't know. It's kind of close enough. Not with those hands. I couldn't do like. Yeah, I couldn't do like a Growlithe or a cat because I, I I love animals too much. Yeah, yeah, of course. I know I couldn't be the legendary because legendary would crane me so yeah. <laughs> the closest i thought of was maybe spoink because all i have to do is pick spoink up and it's game over just like pick it if up you and know, like, you know. tilt it <laughs> <laughs> tilt dead and no more spoink <laughs> this got dark real quick bro <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> see with like vigor off all you gotta do is just get in and just wrestle and then because it can't use counter on you have you not heard the stories of what happens when like <laughs> primates get mad never mind that just kidding i'm not fighting a bigger <laughs> i'm gonna get in there and wrestle i'm like, oh no you're not <laughs> and that was the last i ever saw shadow prime <laughs> that's gonna be the third episode what happened to shadow prime afterwards <laughs> next episode in memoriam <laughs> in the eyes <laughs> Beyond the rails of a rainbow or something like that. <laughs> Good stuff. <laughs> All right. Oh, Johnny Bosbowski's going to be asking, like, I'm looking for a new co-host. My co-host passed away. <laughs> if you want to be on the Rant Tubby Chata, submit your interview. <laughs> or submission tip. There we go. That's funny. I feel like uh, a Vigoroth would be like an anime fight where it's just like one swipe and like, Half the body is gone. Yeah, or like hitting in the what, and they go flying across the, the whole arena. His power is so immense. He was just sleeping. Uh, uh, how, how did he do that? Uh. Good stuff. It's like well, he goes up like Krillin. And it's like Shadow Prime is blasting off again. <laughs> Bing. I don't know how the Team Rocket's not dead. Yeah, seriously. How, much, how many times they've taken flight? Too many blast offs. But no, that's a fun conversation to have. Is the animes right? Yeah, because uh, Ash can pick up like a a thousand, ten, two thousand weight yeah. Pokemon. I can battle against an yeah. Ursaring. He threw a punch against Mewtwo. Like I'm out of potions, not options. <laughs> yeah, I'm out of potions, not options. <laughs> and he survived, right? <laughs> All right. Oh. Well, let's talk about a segment that you have only seen the title of, and we have prepared for you some hard questions for you to guess, who's that Pokemon? Who's? It's Clefairy. Pikachu. It's Pikachu! <laughs> it's Clefairy from the top. <laughs> no, Jigglypuff from the top. Yeah. <laughs> I love those. Um, so, Shadow's going to bring you a phrase that does not have the Pokemon's name in it because we've had to catch ourselves before. Yes. Yep. And all you have to do yeah. is guess the Pokemon. And if you don't get it right, then you have to guess again. There's no end until you either give up or get it right. Let's go. Let's party. All right. Pokemon number one. The weight of the plant prevents this Pokemon from running fast and standing on its hind legs, forcing its leg to, legs to grow strong and sturdy. When its flower is ready to bloom, it gives off a, of a, it gives off a distinct sweet-smelling aroma and starts swelling. This Pokemon will also start spending more time in sunlight in preparation for its upcoming evolution. Exposure to sunlight adds to the strength of this Pokemon, and it shares its category with its evolutionary relatives in Sunkern. They're all known as the seed Pokemon. 
Who's that? Dana took away my answer. That took away my answer. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Real quick, uh, is this going to Scarlet and Violet or no? Uh, it it is prior to Scarlet. Yeah. I don't know what game. I don't think it's in that game. Uh, yeah, I think it can be through um, like home. But as far as like the generation, yes, it is right. one through nine. Yeah. Also, <laughs> oh, it is includes Scarlet. It is includes Scarlet and Violet. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's awesome. Yeah. So a- these are any generation. Okay. So hind legs. See Pokemon. Uh, Codney. Nope. No. Oddish. No. You're, Pop it. Oh, you're getting warmer. You're on the right track. Cottony. Uh, if I'm close on Cottony, it would have to be close on the be, close uh, on Oddish. That yeah. was your that's your warmest one so far. Yeah. Oh, uh, a gloom. Nope. Oh wait, no, Bellsprout. Nope. Uh, Bulbasaur. You're getting hot. Ivysaur. Ivysaur is go. correct. Ivysaur. Yeah, there you go. Beautiful. And All the right. fun fact, Ivysaur has never seen losing an on-battle screen in any animated media. What a Chad. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, even though this is not the next one, I'm going to read the last one because I really want to. Because <laughs> it's one of my favorites. And I'm like, you know what? I'm skipping. <laughs> Do it. Okay. So the next hey, one. The next one. No, not not that favorite. No. <laughs> Good guess, though. Got it. <laughs> Dang. Now, unfortunately, we, we can't throw that one in because it's you'd say, this Pokemon loves to fight Hitmonchan. <laughs> Done. <laughs> okay. Uh, another favorite that uh, I know we've talked about on the show a lot. Um, so Cubone. <laughs> maybe not that much. So this Pokemon can float slightly with its wings, which some scientists believe were used to fly in the sky during ancient times. However... It avoids detection and flees when spotted by burrowing into the ground with its tail. It lives immobile in caves and beneath the earth, where it makes maze-like nests. They get along with Diglett and share tunnels with each other. This Pokemon can navigate through its nests without getting lost by the smell of the dirt. Who's that Pokemon? Dunsparce. Nice. Crushed it. Nice. Well done. The fun fact is the Pokemon and its evolution are the only Pokemon to learn the move Hyper Drill. Uh, I'm surprised Escadrill doesn't learn that. Well, it would be both of them learning it. It's a TM move. Is that correct? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Or an egg oh, move. Oh, naturally. Yeah. yeah. It's one of those like yeah. natural moves that's like, oh, you learn that? And then once it gets it, it's like, oh, I'm going to evolve into a bigger version of me. <laughs> I'm so glad that's how they did that. Yeah. It's so funny. Give us give, give Dun Sparse an evolution. Okay. All right. <laughs> dun, just, dun, dun. It's, it's so good. It's just more Dun Sparse. <laughs> oh, I wish more Pokemon. I mean, I guess Diglett's kind of like that. Yeah. But like, I wish more Pokemon were like that, where they're just, like, give us an evolution. And you get okay. like. It's just more of it's that. Just Pokemon. more of that Pokemon. <laughs> I love that so much. <laughs> Just give an extra head. That's all we need. Right? (laughs) (laughs) All right. All right. Number three, its body resembles a black robe with two bone-shaped patterns on its back. This Pokemon is primarily a nocturnal Pokemon and has been shown to live in thick forests. Thick. Thick. Once this Pokemon chooses a target, it will doggedly pursue the intended victim until the break of dawn. It has been described to, to enjoy the crying of children, and it's been said that this Pokemon will spirit away disobedient children. This oh, this is often told to children in order to make them behave. Who's that Pokemon? Decidueye? Uh nope. No. Dus Duskull. That's Duskull. it. Duskull. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the fun fact, Duskull, along with Shedinja and Galarian Yamask, have the lowest base special attack of all ghost type Pokemon. Duskull and Galarian Yamask have the same attack, a special attack as Shedinja? That's bad. Damn. That's, that's bad. Shit <laughs> <laughs> just basically just there. Let's it's literally just a husk. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a shell of itself. Right? It, it is my favorite of those three, though. Yeah. But yeah. Nicely done. Yeah. Well, this That's three for three. Three for three. Hey, well that's better than I was doing. Hey, same. And I was even reading it. <laughs> <laughs> Good stuff. Well, oh, man. Well done. Okay. So. To wrap up the show today, uh, for those of you listening, that's how the shows end is by ending. 
if boo <laughs> boo <laughs> run it back run it back <laughs> let's just do it all over again <laughs> that's right just hit replay it's good stuff well we want to know from you to the people if you could give any advice to a new trainer or a veteran trainer what kind of advice would you give them for a new trainer mm-hmm I would tell them to – are we just talking Pokemon Go or just in general? Just just a trainer in general, whether it's Go, main main games, Unite, home, like, sleep, doesn't matter. I just picked up this Pokemon game versus I've been playing for 99 years. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking forward to a retirement home to where we all play Pokemon. Oh, it's yeah. going to be so good. It's going to be great. <laughs> for a new trainer, I would tell them just to always make sure to have fun. Uh, if Pokemon becomes to a point to where it feels like a chore, whether that's Pokemon Go, VGC, TCG, take a break from it. I mean, I've had mm-hmm. – as much as I've stuck with Pokemon throughout, there's been some times to where I'm not as involved. Mm-hmm. And it's just because I just wasn't interested. Sure. And you should always do – the hobby should always be for fun. It should never feel like work because exactly. life is too short to feel like – like we do too much for work as it is. Like do right? the stuff that you enjoy in your spare time. Good stuff. Exactly. For for the veteran trainer, remember where you came from. Um, that's one thing that I've learned as a commu- as doing just leadership stuff within my community and even just doing the podcast. I used to be very elitist. I used to think like, why are we doing this? Like, we've already done it. You heard it earlier to where I said, we should be having new content. We should be doing new stuff. Not realizing that there's some people who are barely starting out. There's some people who don't know this stuff. There's some, I mean, Pokemon Go doesn't come with an instruction manual mm-hmm. and the instruction manual is figuring it out as you go. And there's some people who they don't know. They don't know the type matchups. They don't know the Pokemon. They don't know where to go. And all they know is what they've experienced. And we got to have patience as veteran trainers with the new ones and try to show them the way, show them what we've learned to be able to pass on the spirit of Pokemon to the next generation. Oh, I love that. Good stuff. I love that. So Good much. stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, you all know we couldn't have said that better ourselves. <laughs> so y'all could have. Let's go. Let's try this. Come on. It, it would. It would have taken us some time. <laughs> like think, think, brain blast. <laughs> oh nope, that's all I got. <laughs> yeah, just just leaking out of my brain. Good stuff. Um, well, we just want to uh, to our listeners. Uh, we you know we hope you enjoyed getting to meet one of our friends, uh, mm-hmm. and and not only not only our friend, but you know a friend to many, uh, a content creator to all. Uh, and so, if you are interested uh, in finding more about uh, David and the shows and what he's doing, uh, there are lots of ways that you can find him. But uh, David, what are the best ways that people can uh, can find your your content can interact with you. How can people get a hold of you and what you're doing in the Pokemon world? So first off, I'm on every major podcast platform, whether it be Apple, Google, Spotify, uh, Stitcher, and whatever. Mm-hmm. So look up as the Pokeball turns, I'll pop up right away or just type in Pokeball. I'm actually usually one of the first ones to pop up. Nice. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, if you want to find me on my socials, my Twitter is at ATPT podcast. Um, I'm also on YouTube as the same one. And yeah, that's usually the best way to find me. I'm also on Instagram. I think um, I think that's also ATPT. I had to do ATPT because the ads book ball ton is just mm-hmm. too much. Yeah. Um, and uh, you can find me from there. Good stuff. Good stuff. Well, today, listeners, both human and deer alike, that is the end of this week's Friends List episode where we chat with real trainers, real people, and real friends. I'm old Johnny Oneball. I'm Shadow Prime 34. And I'm David, aka the first Hamtaro. And we'll see you around.